ladies and gentlemen, live from the improv in Hollywood, it's the nighttime show! Tonight, we have Mike, whose last name I forget sometimes, <laughs> Matt Walker! Oh my god! Robbie Carlisle! Mike, what's your last name? Come on! Glazer! Glazer! <laughs> Mike motherfucking Glazer! Who deserves more than I ever give him? And now, it's our special year-end roundup, you silly sons of bitches! So get ready for the man who eats all your milk and cookies, whether you're naughty or nice or even at home. Put your hands together for Stephen Kramer Glickman! Holy shit. It's like Good to have you back, Mike. Yeah, that's uh, great. Jesus Christ. You have bronchitis currently. I do. What, what are you doing? <laughs> now we all have bronchitis after the intro. With you? I don't know. Why are you screaming like that? Because uh, that's how Jesus <laughs> that's, wants it. That's too much effort for this show, buddy. I know. It's too it's, much. Um, this is a this is a tweet that we just received, and I think it's important that me we. To shut up. No, no, it's <laughs> important that we talk about it. Uh, this is a tweet from at uh, Nightglow. This is a real tweet that happened. Just a friendly reminder that you should call your animals by gender neutral or multiple pronouns. They can understand. And yes, it is possible for an animal to be trans. Your cat having a penis does not make it male. It's an animal, and that's animal abuse to misgender your animals. <laughs> that is from uh, At Night Glow. Uh, I didn't know Bob Barker was on Twitter. I didn't know either. <laughs> God, we really have to we have to watch what we so say. So when when did you do this? That <laughs> when this, did you abuse your animal? I, by I, I never calling I, it a he or a she. I mean, I say Jelly Donut. You're my little princess. Now I feel like. Should I say prince, princess, or prin, prince, or prince, princess, prince, king, and or queen, princess. prince, and or princess? You, you should ask it for its gender pronouns. That's see what it says. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. My little young royalty. You know, um, we've been doing the nighttime show for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been doing it almost almost a full year, which has been a really lovely and uh, bizarre, wonderful experience. Um, but. This is kind of our year in wrap up. We're going to kind of take mm-hmm. a little walk through some of our walk favorite moments. A walk down memory lane. And we can talk about, uh, I mean, we have the live show that we do, but, sure. but this podcast has been crazy. We've had uh, Oscar winners on the show. Uh, we've had um, uh, Emmy winners, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we've had uh, other people. Kids' Choice Award winners. Kids' Choice Award winners. A lot of lot of interesting uh, folks have come around. Some losers. Yeah, some couple losers. losers. Definitely losers. <laughs> a few losers. A couple, couple of assholes. Uh, that's me. Um, people, not so much losers. They've just made bad choices here and there. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, as a family, we, I feel like we're a little, because this is like the group. This is the, yeah. we're, we've done all the episodes, everyone that's in this room, aside from Brian Moses, who filled in on uh, one episode. This is it. This is, we're the team. Mm-hmm. And what is, what has happened here is, uh, well, um, Mike, uh, when we started, we podcasted you, me, and Matt, and we were right. podcasting all the time, the three of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, sometimes you get a little busy, and you have your own podcast that you do right. aside from this. The, the Power Pals. The Power mm-hmm. Pals, which is you and Andrew DeWitt. Yeah. Right? And, and who Jerry else? And Jerry Rocha. And Jerry Rocha, who's yeah. super funny. Mm-hmm. 
I've listened to that show and it's fucking hilarious. And if you haven't listened to it, you should totally check it out. It's a lot of fun. It it almost always devolves to fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking a fictional character at some point is brought up. I love it. If that's your cup of tea. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Glazer started writing for the nighttime show about halfway through, but a little more than halfway through the year. Oh, yeah. A couple, maybe a little less. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It was, yeah, I just uh, was lucky enough to work the door and then got to meet all of you guys. Yeah, you were working the door. now, now you're working on all sorts of different shows and writing for all sorts of different people. So what I, I loved know. was uh, when I first met uh, Mike Glazer, he said he just gently whispered in my ear, your days are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how, he did he, how did he know? I don't know. I'm just glad uh, glad to be driving the bus that I'm being thrown under as well. So, <laughs> that's great. Right now, he's giving me the fingers slid across the throat right now. <laughs> For those at home who can't see. So great. That's so great. Um, And then, of course, uh, Robbie, dearest, dearest Robbie. Robbie is one of those people that if you throw him into something, he just makes it better in some way. Unless it's the bathroom at Ralph's. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. That's 100% true. We started this year with Robbie telling Max Brooks, Mel Brooks's son, who wrote World War Z and, and uh, the Zombie Survival Guide. We started the podcast with Robbie telling Max Brooks that he had just been brutally beaten up <laughs> in the bathroom of a Ralph's gro- of a Ralph's grocery Ralph's grocery store. It was a Ralph's, yeah, a Ralph's grocery store. Yeah. Good lord, that's how this whole thing started. Was Robbie doing that? Robbie if if that I hadn't story. got my ass kicked, then we wouldn't have a podcast. What can <laughs> yeah. I say? Yeah. Yeah. Max would have hated it. Entirely true. You know? Yeah. And then Matt has been kind of the, uh, Matt and I have known each other the longest. And, uh, but Mm -hmm. Matt is definitely, uh, the one that kind of like pushes, pushes the buttons. Maybe sometimes Sometimes. the wrong buttons. Yeah. He can, he can piss, he's pissed off some guests, but he's also, (laughs) but he's also like, uh, made me ask the questions and push for some of the things that I wouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. uh, He's the reason we have certain guests and the reason certain guests will never. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he's been, but he's been in every episode. He is not. We and we. I think we've driven, except for Max Brooks because I wasn't around. Oh yeah, who was, was here instead of you? I don't know. I was busy that day. It was Robbie. What Nobody were you here. doing that was so cool that day? Yeah, you, you bastard. I don't know. <laughs> I love giving you shit, even though I've missed like yeah ninety episodes half the show. <laughs> no, that's not true. You've only missed a few episodes. Um, we yeah. uh, we started off uh, the year with. Um, uh, with Max, but then we we had Matt Shively come on, mm-hmm. and uh, who was who's on that show, The Real uh, O'Neills. The Real O'Neills, and he came on and he talked about his first gay experience, even great. though he is a Good straight story. straight yeah. man. Um, that he uh, he had a, a gay experience with a fella, and that was a, a very interesting uh, <laughs> with a fella, <laughs> a fella with a real fella. Uh, think a stripper. Think well, it was, it was a, one kiss, kind of and that led to him going to a strip club to prove his manhood. Yes, and that and then went up with the, a big drunken escapade and a fight. And yeah, and it was fantastic. Um, and then I don't we, know if that's ever worked for anyone what? proving their manhood at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't usually work. It's, a, it's an expensive way to do it. All it yeah, yeah, all it yeah. proves is that you can spend three hundred dollars really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like kissing a guy doesn't make you any less of a man. Like Spartans, like the old Greek dudes, <laughs> right. they were like manly, manly men, and like the most manly thing you could do was to fuck another man. That's how they were. That's how they proved their manliness. Well, that's why Sparta's not around anymore. Right. Yeah, it is too. It's Greece now. 
It's not Sparta. What if there was like nothing but silence for the next 10 seconds? <laughs> we, maybe we should just do I that. I would say to add all of that into 300. <laughs> yeah. That movie would have been so much better. Could you imagine? <laughs> this is my cock! And they just, he just fucks the guy. And Our then, penises and then, will block out the sun. And then he just fucks the <laughs> dude. And we will suck them in the shade. <laughs> Knocks them into the, into the pit. In the shade. What a <laughs> relaxing way to just... <laughs> to, su- to suck a dick. <laughs> that would be terrific. Uh, we, uh, we, jumped, we, we had uh, Oscar winner DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia mm-hmm. come do the show. Um, and we learned that he collects toys. Yeah, that was interesting. That he's a I big always toy miss nerd. the people that are into the same shit I'm into. I know. You know? This, yeah. That was a weird one. Were you were here for Brandon Braga, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah we great. had Brand Braga, which involved there. the nerdiest moment of the entire year. Yeah, can we play that moment? I I came in the right place at the right time. Um, I fell in love with Star Trek. Yeah, um, I saw it the way I saw it was kind of as an anthology show, you know, where you can yeah. tell any kind of story, mm-hmm. anything in, in any genre actually that you uh, could think up, you know the. Yeah. I think one of the great inventions Gene Roddenberry brought to that show was the holodeck. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't like the holodeck. Oh, yeah. That's I great. thought it was very visionary. I mean, it was virtual reality in, well, in, in 1987 when that was just really yeah. in, uh, being touched upon. Yeah, he touched on the holodeck in the Star Trek animated series. Oh, there's really? an episode where there's actually basically a holodeck in the animated series, which being the Star Trek nerd yeah. that I am, I, I remember. But uh, – that was sort of like the first version of that that had ever been seen. And then I think it was written about in a couple of the books in the 70s. They had references to it. Yeah. And then – but when you first see it in action, oh, it, was it was so great so on that cool. show. Like, you know, even from the, the opening time when you're going in, there's people on horseback and whatever in the yeah. in the pilot. And then later on with all the detective stories they used to do in yeah, there and all that stuff. It was it up so The much. Sherlock Holmes stories you were able to do with the holodeck was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I – when I walked into that those offices for the first time as an intern, I never could have predicted that 15 years later I would be turning the lights off on, yeah. on mm-hmm. the on the whole television yeah. franchise at that time. Jeez. So I w- yeah, I was there for on, for 15 years. Oh my god! I never left the building. Oh my god, Matt, you are <laughs> such a huge nerd! Holy god! They- Sometimes you have to correct the creator of a Star Trek series <laughs> about Star Trek. <laughs> that was outrageous, dude. I love that. Um, we had Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, which I loved. My favorite part of that, of having him on, was hearing that he gets residual checks from doing the voice of Eggs in uh, Beauty and the Beast. That was my favorite oh, thing. Yeah, and by eggs, I mean that he does the goop, goop, goop when uh, Gaston throws <laughs> the eggs up in the air and yeah. he catches them in his throat. That was the only thing he did, and he gets residual checks. But also, like, wow. that he was in He's... Robocop. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. Like, you wouldn't think that the guy who does Goofy was in Robocop. And then who was who he in Robocop? The reporter. Yeah. Oh. And then me and Mike actually went and hung out with Casper Van Dien and Ed, uh, Neumeier. And Ed Neumeier, who wrote uh, uh, Robocop. Robocop. Mm-hmm. And we talked to him about Bill Farmer being in the uh, in the movie. It was It's neat how sometimes everything kind of blends together and gets, gets weird. Uh, then we had uh, Payman Benz, the director of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm-hmm. Key and Peele. And needle anus, which was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, now his his show Son of Zorn that's on the air now. Yeah, his son oh, yeah. His son of Zorn. We had a uh, Johnny Pemberton. Uh, Johnny Pemberton. Shout out to Johnny. Done the live show. God, that's a funny show too. It's very very good. Uh, and then we had Keith David 
And that you were there for Great that episode. David, Good yeah. God, that was insane. Talking about they live and him being on Requiem for a Dream, yeah. being the voice of Spawn and being a the series. voice of all the Ken Burns documentaries. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and being uh, the star of uh, of one of the stars of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. Also, There's such a on bizarre top, right. You start at Mister Rogers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, my favorite moment. Let's can we open play? the show? I open the show. And now, a man who wants your French fries more than you do, Stephen Kramer Glickman! <laughs> That's true. I really, I do love French fries. He, does, he stole Le- mine last night. Last night we were having, <laughs> we were eating at the bar at the Hollywood Improv, which is uh, where we tape the show, and it's a beautiful, beautiful club. And we were eating at the bar. Mm-hmm. I ordered a salad <laughs> and French and fries. French fries. And literally 15 comics walked by and were like, yeah. you know, one cancels out the other. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, no, they're both delicious. It's All amazing right? how unoriginal the comedians were. Like, yeah, like one, one after, after another. another. Like, they they cancel each other out. They you cancel know. each other out. <laughs> like, doesn't matter how old they are. Just yeah. <laughs> everyone's got the same bullshit joke. Um, <laughs> but um, like, I want to jump right into this because we have uh, we have an amazing guest today. We are super, super lucky to have. Uh, you guys know him from his work in the movie Platoon, Crash, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Thing, uh, The Voice of Spawn. I mean, it, it, the list goes on and on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Keith David is here. Thank you. Thank you. How are you, sir? I'm great. But, uh, you know, as you were talking in the opening, I, w- I just want to say, make one thing very clear. Yes. There were two things in this world that one never fucks with. <laughs> One of them happens to be another man's fries. <laughs> the so greatest. It's so good. I oh. sent him that clip this morning. Yeah. <laughs> because I was still stewing about it. Oh, it's so true. God. Mike, you set him up on the best. That's the best damn punchline that ever happened. Uh, that is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. No, that's. Rid- yeah. That's God. Yeah. It doesn't get better well, than it's- that. No. Getting you know. someone to say a classic line like that. Oh, my God. Well, it, he, we kind of baited him into it by actually yeah. fighting over French fries in the studio. Yeah. 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 Uh, we had Casper Van Dien, our buddy mm-hmm. uh, from Starship Troopers. And my favorite thing about- Very handsome man. He's mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, when he came on, he was all about um, uh, how his whole entire family, every guy in his family has been in the armed services. And the women, too. A lot of them had been yeah. in armed services, and he was the only one that wasn't. And it was always kind of a- uh, a sticking point in his family. And he, when he did Starship Troopers, his family was like, you're part of us now because you yeah, were in the army. Yeah, he went space. to a military school. Yeah. Uh, we had Chris uh, Pfaff. Pfaff. Mm-hmm. What is it? Pfaff. What is it? Pfaff. Pfaff. Sounds Chris almost Pfaff. like the FAFSA, the student Chris, loan Chris. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Trying to say Pratt. I'm trying to say Chris Drama. He's known as Drama. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's not. And that was. See, this is a thing. Sometimes this happens on the show where Glickman will come to me and he'll be like, "Hey, we're gonna have this person on the show." And I'm like, "Wait, who are they? Why would I care about them?" And then they come on and they're actually really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Which has happened a bunch of times this year, by the way. He was a series regular on Fantasy Factory, and he was on. uh, He's he's Rob Deerdeck's cousin. So it was yeah. really interesting about him kind of being a kid and then coming out and trying to be Rob's assistant and then and then creating this uh, young and reckless brand and and becoming and the way you know, he got the name dude. drama yeah is because his name 
his email address was causing drama. <laughs> yeah. And when he was like 16, that was like his MySpace name when he was trying to be a white rapper from yep. Ohio. Yeah. I loved that. That was like fun. Yeah. That was so, so nice. Craig Gass we had, who's amazing on Howard Stern's uh, well, show. Craig Gass, that's where Robbie retold the Ralph story and we learned some important details about yeah. how it was a cholo that he antagonized, which is why he got his ass kicked in the Ralph's back. It wasn't, an, it wasn't antagonizing. It was banter. You antagonized it. Was, it was. I victim blame you for this incident. Oh from, my! After that point, <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I, I loved it. I thought that was great, and also that he talked about uh, on Sex in the City that he went down on Cynthia Nixon for like for, ten hours. For ten hours, yeah. and then she. Um, it was like, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Not, this <laughs> immediately is, afterwards. Yeah. Immediately came out. It was like, this is definitely not what I'm interested in. Um, Spike Ferriston came mm-hmm. on the show and, um, writer for Seinfeld wrote the B movie hosts car matchmaker. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about that was we learned, uh, from all the Seinfeld stuff we asked him, my favorite thing is that the Elaine dance is actually a dance that a former boss of his used to do. And he taught <laughs> her how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I really, which like- is amazing that some man out there, I, I, I still wonder if that guy, knows that he's that bad a dancer. I don't know. I loved <laughs> I that. I thought that was great. And I thought uh, um, the next one was so damn epic when we went to interview Brian Henson at Jim Henson Company. We like oh, sat yeah. around with him. Incredible. We talked about his life growing up on the set of Muppet Show. And uh, that was insane. That's, yeah, that's we're a, sitting around like working on Labyrinth. Working and we, on, were, uh, we were sitting in Charlie Chaplin's screening room. Yeah. yeah we did that. Ridiculous. It was a ridiculous. There's been a couple of those, and then there's like there's ones like uh, Piot Michael, who right before he did Mad TV, mm-hmm. and him coming on and just doing. If you haven't heard these, it's like him doing a bunch of ads for Fireball whiskey. Let's hang on. Let's play. Let's let's play that. Fireball whiskey. Yes, I remember Fireball whiskey. <laughs> That's the crazy shit that tastes like peppermint. No, wait, cinnamon gum. <laughs> you know all that crazy trident cinnamon gum that we'd always get stuck under the car seat or the bus, whatever the fuck. <laughs> when you get hungry and you chew on that shit, you know, burns your tongue. Well, some asshole decided, hey, <laughs> there's some fucking idiots out there who might enjoy some cinnamon in their drink. So fuck them. <laughs> Let's see how far we can push this shit. <laughs> The first time I had myself a fucking fireball. Let me tell you. It didn't taste like a fireball. It tasted like a rotten cinnamon gun drink. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. (laughs) Let me tell you, I am not happy. And neither is Andy Dufresne. (laughs) Can you do, I'm sorry, just for fun. Can you do Charlie Sheen talking about how much he loves fireball whiskey? Dude, fucking fireball whiskey. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're winning when you drink that shit. You know what's better than fireball whiskey? More fireball whiskey. <laughs> I got fireball whiskey in my veins, dude. I used to have tiger blood. Now I just sip on fireball whiskey. <laughs> oh, pow. So good. I don't know what Morgan's talking about. He probably, you know. She's probably got a weak stomach. Not like me. I'm a fucking winner. Yeah. <laughs> winner, winner, fireball dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest ever. Uh, okay, what about, uh, can you do a little uh, little John Malkovich for us? Well, John Malkovich is me. Absolutely. The best drink you can have is a fireball. <laughs> I have to say that it really soothes and coats the throat, and you can drink it straight as a shot or you can drink it with a mixer but i like to chug 
the entire bottle so that I become one with the fireball. It's <laughs> absolutely terrifying. Will you, do, will you do Harrison Ford for us? Oh, man. I don't know, you guys. This is about as excited as I'm going to get. <laughs> fireball whiskey, huh? You think I can use it as an enema? <laughs> Maybe that'll wake me up. It's probably what Kylo Ren was drinking when he shot you. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> it was in my contract 30 years ago that I would die. And fucking George kept me alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love your uh, your George Lucas. Will you just do a little George Lucas for us just so we can... <laughs> you know, uh, everybody was uh, you know big fan of uh, Han Solo. <laughs> and I, I thought, you know, hey, Harrison, uh, you know, you are, you're a star, you know. We got to keep you alive, and he he wasn't he wasn't having it. So we uh, we actually had a stand-in, and uh, we we put some prosthetics, uh, pretty uh, you know, pretty good uh, special effects at the time. But Return of the Jedi, there's a deleted scene where we kill Han Solo. But uh, of course, you know, fuck Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is just so talented. It's, it's insane. It's insane how talented that guy is. And he's done our live show. And then we had roast battle wrap up with Olivia Grace talking about like mm-hmm. her, and her Earl entire. Yeah. Earl Skagel yeah. having her whole leg ripped open, which was super and completely insane and <laughs> kind of terrifying. <laughs> oh, and yeah, then GFL. we had Charles Rosen, the executive producer of Beverly Hills 90210, who literally came on the show told nothing but nice things about everyone in the cast. We no. call cut. And then he, he, the second thing he calls, we call cut. He's like, I'll tell you, Shannon Doherty's such a pile of shit. <laughs> she was the fucking worst. Oh, I'll never forget when Jenny Garth was sleeping on my couch and was hooked on drugs. And we were like, where was this on the show? We were so upset. But I mean, he's a nice guy, but it was just like, good Lord, man. Come on. Yeah. You know, no, it's ridiculous. Uh, Brian Witten, mm-hmm. uh, who produced Vanilla Sky and Wedding Singer. And now is the president of Heavy Metal Magazine. Yeah. 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 Or editor-in-chief. What's the title? I don't even know. But I don't know. But, but it, my, my, my favorite part of that, and I'm, I know that we're just yelling. I'm just telling you a bunch of things I, mm-hmm. I like. But, but Do it. But I love it. Um, on that episode, he talked about a movie called Dark City that he produced. Love Dark City, which I love that movie. You ever see Dark City? Oh yeah, of course. Were you around? Were you on this one? This was the first one I ever did. Was with Brian. Yeah, I think. it was yeah. an incredible. He, his stories were remarkable. Yeah, yeah, they were insane. And uh, my my favorite part was he starts talking about uh, that they were trying. They had to put together a cast list of people that were kind of outside the box and kind of who those people might be for uh, because because the director and writer did not want want um famous people to be he he didn't want super famous people he wanted Proyas yeah they wanted someone kind of outside the box and so uh Brian Witten suggested uh David uh not David Letterman um no (laughs) that would have been a hell of a (laughs) is that who who was in uh, Cabin uh, Cabin Boy dark here Letterman was in Cabin Boy oh it was no it was David Letterman he suggested David Letterman for uh a role no, for one of the roles mm-hmm. in Dark City, and that's what got their studio that movie, is because he had David that Letterman. Suggestion. That suggestion pushed it over the edge of these guys are so fucking weird and so creative. <laughs> they want David Letterman yeah. to come in and do a weird like. Okay. <laughs> somebody, somebody, go back and listen to the episode and fact check us. Yeah. Tweet us and let us know if it was Letterman or not. No, no, it is. It's David Letterman. He was in Cabin Boy. So, okay. mm-hmm. Jerry Burns um, was amazing. Great actor. Great actor. Um, super cool. Huge fan of his work on Dear John. Yeah. I still think one of the most underrated sitcoms of all time. He's so old. Such, yeah. 
terrific sure. character actor. Yeah, yeah he's he fantastic. I mean, he's great, great on face. great on Breaking Bad and Justified and all those shows. And uh, and he was really interesting stories about the theater and and his time. You know, when he was on many substances and getting off those substances. And it was it was a really good interview. Andrew Tribeca is this? Yeah, yeah. Andrew Tribeca. That is the best show. I love it. Oh, it's the silliest thing on TV. Yeah, right if you now. haven't it's seen great. it, if you like Airplane or. Uh, Police Squad or anything like that. Hot Shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the type of show that you would totally get into. Oh yeah, it's a, it was terrific. Um, one of my uh, one of my favorite episodes of the year, which was so fortuitous and bizarre, mm-hmm. was we had Melissa Villasenor come and do the podcast. Yeah. Literally a month before she found out she had Saturday Night Live, and she was like, we were. She was talking about how she was going to release an album of like mm-hmm. soft, sweet songs yeah. that she recorded with Avery. With Avery, yeah. Avery uh, Pearson. Yeah. yeah, who's amazing. I love Avery. And they had recorded like an album together. And she was just kind of like, she she sang the theme song from Echo, was it Echo the Dolphin? No, she sang a song from a video game. Yeah, that, Echo the Dolphin. From Echo the Dolphin. Yeah. yeah. Um, can we play that? Just her singing the theme song? Because it's, uh, it's, she's insanely talented. What? Oh, what a yeah, change of pace! <laughs> because like, you, you know what? Is there a comic? Really, and you, can you well, fight wait, back? Wait or a second! They you like you, you really play the first the game. You play the first game, and you're like, "Oh my god, what a, what a lovely so, time!" Yeah, There's a so beautiful music playing, and yeah. you're like, "I'm gonna play the second game." You start playing the second game, and you just start getting eaten by yeah. all the dolphins. They're so just the, the first game lulls you into a false sense of security. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know what their switch. Do you get to fight back? Yeah, you could fight back. Oh yeah. Is there music? Did you? Well, what do you have? Are you a human? Um. I got. It. We have to hear the music. The, I think it's prayer. What kind of weapons Let do they do? Arms unfold. Oh my God, Let Melissa! Your arms <laughs> and you're just swimming. This sounds like a song What's, you'd hear, like wait, where there's we sad do, animals. Wait, and you have to donate wait, money wait, wait, on we TV. Have to do, we have to do what it's like if, like Melissa, as a kid playing this game. You just hear. This isn't a kid. This was a few years ago. <laughs> few years ago. <laughs> this is like last week. We're talking about yeah. Damn, and then you're going in the caves and the corals. You might see a shark or two. Oof. And then when you go you go down in, in one abyss area and all you have is your headlight because it's it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you turn and there's a giant squid and stuff. Whoa. I love it. I love it. Yeah. God. Uh, then we had my birthday party here with uh, Schnepp. Which we aired. <laughs> Many months after your actual yeah, birthday, month, months yeah. after my birthday, but but yeah. but nonetheless, um, we had Graham Elwood from Comedy Film Nerds, who's a great guy and and is kind of running podcasting around town, which is great. Yeah, yeah. he runs the LA Podcasting Festival, yeah. and uh, you know he does a lot for just the business in general. He's a, a very good comic, and yeah, he has a great show here once a month at the yeah. Hollywood Improv, and he used to host a, a pretty good game show. Oh I used yeah. To watch. Um, then we had a uh, Katie Crown on the show from Storks, who uh, what's the that? most self-serving uh, <laughs> podcast episode what, of Storks? ever. Storks. <laughs> oh, you don't know Storks? No. It's a movie currently available on Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, the stars uh, Andy Samberg, Jennifer oh, Aniston. Is, is that one with like Katie animals Crown. in it? Yep, there's animals. So, so it's Zootopia. Is that what it's? It's not Zootopia. Is it it's the a secret life of pets? It's not that one. Is it Sing? Uh, no, that that's a different film. Okay, just checking. It's a different. It's a. It's another animated film. Uh, about animals. It's a good, you're thinking animals. of Frozen. 
No, no. Frozen is not the. It's not the uh, film. F- Frozen was about ice. This one does not take place in any sort of like icy. Is it Angry Birds the movie? No, oh, that's a different. That was good. That's a different. That, that's got birds in it. That's that a was different good. movie about birds. It's a different film about. Oh, birds. is it the ones with the penguins? Uh, all the tap dancing penguins. No, that's uh, that's Penguins of Madagascar. Um, it's a uh, no. no it was called no, there's Storks. another one with tap dancing penguins. Ta- happy no, that's feet. Happy, happy Feet. feet. Right. Yeah. Happy I wouldn't no. mind seeing Happy Feet 2 if that was happening. That's not a yeah. That's oh, not is that what the, it wasn't that it wasn't no it wasn't that it was uh, it no. was called it was called Storks and it was about these birds no. and they live on a mountain and mm-hmm. and Andy Samberg Andy Samberg's in it and um, this doesn't sound right. Yeah no 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 I'm I, you I know what's coming out next year what? what's that Cars three. Oh, that's yeah, gonna that be good. that's yeah. gonna be really that's, good. That had penguins. Well, Steve, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Do you, are they going to make a Stork sequel where they take the baby back? No, I don't think so. C- can we do that? We can, can we try. talk them to. I can make a call. Why don't you call the president of show business and pitch him your idea, Robbie? <laughs> yeah, that's there's a, a president idea. of show business. Yeah, yeah. there is. Oh yeah, my he, god, is is he Will Ferrell? Well, see, here's the problem. If you don't know that, that's why you're not getting any work. He, he lives God. in the dumpster behind <laughs> the improv, and he wears a dog mask, Robbie. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't believe I fucked the president of show business. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, everyone gets fucked by the president of show business. Uh, you better has. believe it. Uh, we had Kevin McHale from Glee, who came on and told some very surprising yeah. details. Another one, again, I didn't think I was going to care about it, but he was really it, interesting. Mike uh, and Mike. Mike and Mike. A lot of it is me convincing Matt. Matt, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yes, it's me going. I promise you, he's a thing. This yeah, is a thing. Like he'll yeah. Glickman will call me. He's like, hey, here's our guest, and I'm like, wait, why do we have this person on? Like, why do we care? He's on Glee. Who cares about Glee? And then he has some really great stories talking about it. Yeah. And, Talk about crazy stuff that went on, and, and yeah, dude, and he was, and a, he went into everything. Like he, he did not really pull punches. Went into detail about. You're so much nicer about it than I am. He calls me up the same way, and I go, "I'm busy." Yeah, that's why you just don't. Show, I show up. <laughs> so I'm not, not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, you go. You get get uh, get Robbie to show up. I'm he goes, uh, "Well, what are you doing?" And I go, "Well, Ghostbusters Two is on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish watching. You're like the new Ghostbusters. As long as it's not the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're not. good there. Uh, Mercia Monroe came on the podcast. Yeah. Revealed for that. Oh, I will never forget that. She revealed oh, yeah. that her real name is Paloma Heist. That's right. That's her real name. What a great name. And like her she changed name. it to Mercia Monroe for some reason. Like it's she had a great name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her name is a movie title. Yeah. Yes. yeah. On Paloma yeah. Heist. Yeah, that was incredible. She was a, she was amazing and super, super sweet. Uh, Bruce Valanche came on mm-hmm. the show. That was my favorite episode. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down, one of the we had an audience for that one. We had yeah. people come in. Katie, Katie Crown, Crown came back yeah. with Davy Johnson and a bunch of their friends came around just to watch Bruce Valanche talk about writing the uh, Star Wars holiday special, uh, the Paul Lind um, Halloween special, mm-hmm. all these bizarre <laughs> stories. You know what? We have the we Oscars. Have, you got to oh, play the God. you got to play the Levar Burton. Story. Yeah, we got to play the LeVar Burton story. Can we play that? Kiss was in that, weren't they? Yeah. Kiss, yes. It was yeah. the first television thing they had done, and we were all terribly depressed because they showed up with the president of their fan club, who was Ringo Starr's son. And really? the idea wow. that Ringo was old enough to have a, a son who's a big <laughs> right, yeah. Kiss fan, yeah. Depressed all of us, you know, who were like <laughs> yeah. teenagers when the Beatles came over. Anyway, so they came. And, of course, Paul had no idea. You know, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and then they, they came by, they had, you know, they had 
no makeup on, and he was not impressed at all. Oh, and then, and then we were, then they got put, got into yeah. the, the whole the the slap like, dragon yeah. stink, and they they ran <laughs> ran their number, and I was sitting there watching with Paul and Gene Simmons came over and he was singing to Paul and he stuck his tongue out, you know, and yeah. he had yeah. this legendary, yeah. his legendary tongue. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stuck the tongue out and Paul looked at me and said, he's a star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh so he was God. he was just in love he was just in love with him after that. <laughs> wow. Paul yeah Paul was he could do more with nothing. I mean he, yeah. he um Roots had just been on. We were shooting it. And I remember that Roots was on, and it was a gigantic thing. Everybody, you know, had watched it. Oh, sure. And we were standing outside having a cigarette, you know. And Paul was like in his Dracula outfit smoking a cigarette. And LeVar Burton, who was doing something else on the on the lot. This ABC had a studio in Los Feliz. And he was walking by, and Paul had just, you know, and couldn't remember his name. And, just, and LeVar Burton's walking over in the... You know, pointing at him like, oh, my yeah. God, it's Paul Lynn. And Paul's just looking at him. It says, Riz! <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, the first time the word's ever been said with, like, 16 syllables. Okay. Oh. Roots. 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 <laughs> then, then we get into, this is a great one, guys. Dana Dute mm-hmm. from Bajillion Dollar Properties mm-hmm. comes on the show. Now, Dana Dute is a friend, okay? I, he's, a, he's a sweet guy. But I was like, how much, what are we going to get to, what am I going to talk to Dana Dute about? Are we going to talk about Bajillion Dollar Properties the entire show? Like, what else are we going to talk about? Now, he has done a bunch of other stuff as well. Like, he does. He has this other show called uh, 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 Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, which I think is very funny. Very story. good show. Very mm-hmm. good show. But I was a little concerned at what we were going to talk about. So what did I do? I had a little spice to the show. All right. I got some Robbie spice and I mm-hmm. sprinkled that shit in there. And Robbie came in and the entire episode turned into Matt asking Robbie questions about <laughs> recent sex acts that Robbie had done with men and Uber drivers yes. that he had met. And Dana Dute just had to fucking sit there in it. And it was weird. Yeah. He just had it to was sit there a, and learn a lot more about Robbie. Man, did we learn a lot about you that time. And Robbie, I feel like we you, you talked about losing your virginity yeah. on the podcast. That's with Matt Moy. That was with Matt Moy. Yeah. That was a great one. That was, I think that was almost the next episode. That was you, yeah. right? Man, man, oh man, good for you, buddy boy. Yeah. How was it's that? It's been a big year for me. Was <laughs> it? How has it been for you? Because when we met and you and me started hanging out, Robbie, you were a virgin and you hadn't, you hadn't experiment, you hadn't really experimented very much. We, I, right I know, guy. I know this because you and me drove to San Diego for uh, the Jewish uh, holiday. For, I think for, it was Rosh Hashanah for Rosh Hashanah or for yeah. Yom Kippur or something like this. We went to eat after. So yeah, it was Russia. Show yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a bad one. That was that was a rough. That was a rough. Uh, what was it? That was a cra- It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. We had a. We, it was a crazy situation. It was a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have this long drive together for like four or five hours. We're yeah. just we're sitting in the car, just me and Robbie, and uh, that was the most time we'd really ever spent together. That's, That's a, word, such word. a commitment. Was that like the first time when Picard took Will? took Wesley with them on a shuttle mission. <laughs> kind of. And they were in the shuttle together for like eight hours. It was kind of like that. But we, we're friends, so we're talking and we're listening to stand-up. And But, I mean, you're sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic for yeah. five fucking hours. It's a long yeah, time, right? We get down there, 
And uh, my my poor little sister, her dog was really sick, and they were trying to decide if they were going to put her dog down. Yeah. And it, everyone was really upset. And then we're hanging out, out uh, and then I hear Robbie crying, and I go, oh, my God, what happened to Robbie? <laughs> and I go run outside to go check and see what happened. And turns out, while my sister turns is inside. Turns out they put Robbie down no, instead of No, no, wait. <laughs> while, I'm out, while I'm inside with my sister, who's trying to figure out whether or not when she's going to put her dog down, I run outside to find out that Robbie has just found out that his dog had died it like whoa like outside and it was just like horrible. this is a hilarious felt, story but i felt so bad for robbie and so i'm like i'm like holding robbie and rocking robbie in front of my mom's house it was really a, it was just two fat guys rocking just robbie. cuddling in the grass it was rocking fucking robbie. so sad and weird and yeah. definitely uh, did, did meant you, to be did you get a boner when he was holding you? My dog just died. So maybe that's your thing. I don't know. Is that your no, thing? I, just, like, I don't know. I was so bad because, like, uh, like uh, I had that been trying be to get out to Los Angeles for years, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and like my dog was like my only friend, it, like in school and anything. Like it was, it was my only friend, and I'm like one day Chi Chi, which was my dog's name. I'm like, I'm going to come, I'm going to bring you to LA and you're going to have like steak every day. And I never got to take so my dog. Lied to your dog. Yeah. I lied to my dog and Why it died. You're a liar, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Robbie. So yeah, that was, could, that was so rough. Can I give one quick shout out to Dan? Because uh, Bajillion just got picked up for a couple more seasons on CISO. Hell yeah. Dan Adute. Dan Adute. Bringing yeah. the heat. I love Dana, dude. And we had Josh Sussman. His dog gets steak. Josh Sussman. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. It has a gorgeous coat. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah. I can't believe. Such a. What the bastard. Josh Sussman, you learned a lot more about me on that episode. (sighs) Even more than Josh Sussman. Josh. Yeah. Josh Sussman came on the podcast Mm -hmm. and talked about how he had had a threesome. And and I know it as a fact because I saw yeah. the video of him yeah. with these two girls. And he made and up it, some details it, to make it, it not be who it really serious. was. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but it really happened. And then Matt, we started talking about Matt's dick. And we're talking about how big Matt's dick is, which I've stopped doing, by the way, because yeah. I feel like he he no well, one a lot needs of sponsors pull no. out. Yeah. Does he got a? Does, oh, as long more. as he does, I think it's okay. Yeah. Does talking about uh, Matt's dick give him a big head? Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. There we go, Robbie. You've done your part, Robbie. <laughs> it's okay. Um, then we have Matt Moy come on the show. Yeah, Matt and, Moy. Uh, and that was actually recorded before the Dana Dude episode, and that's yeah. one where we got Robbie to tell the losing his virginity story. Yeah, and that, yeah. Was, that was where we learned about ice packs. I didn't know. Yeah, that was oh. a thing. Ice packs on the ass. It, it's nice I, if you ever get fucked in the ass, Matt. Just you know, that's right. Not, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Matt, it's great for that. prison. Remember that for next time. Uh, Rich Scheidner came on the show and told a story about <laughs> shooting, trying to shoot his father, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love that damn story. Yeah, it yeah. Is he's great. Fantastic. And he was great on awesome. the live show. Just a great comic. Yeah, that guy was amazing. Then we had Charisma Carpenter and Mark Boone Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They were on um, election night. On election night. And while we were sitting here, while we were sitting here, they were finding out that Donald Trump was going to become president, <laughs> and Charisma Carpenter had a full-blown panic attack because she realized how much money in the stock market she was going to be losing. But she probably has yeah. way more money now because the stock market's taken off. Yeah, so now crazy. she's doing fine. Yeah. But she was freaking the fuck yeah. out. And Mark Boone Jr. couldn't have given two shits about <laughs> talking to us. We yeah. had the sexiest and most intimidating guests yes. we yeah. ever had. Oh, God, it was too much. We let the audience decide. Trump. <laughs> there's only a few. There's only a few more. We had uh, E.G. Daly, uh, mm-hmm. who played Dottie in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, come on she the show. She was awesome. 
she was really, really tons really of voiceover work that she God, does. Yeah, yeah, Powerpuff Girls, all sorts of stuff. I love her and adore her. Lloyd Schwartz. Now this was a big situation. Mike, we recorded Glazer. this in like I don't know. June. Yeah, Glazer. I don't know if you know about this. No, what happened? So here's what happened. So we had Lloyd Schwartz, who was the director of the Brady Bunch. He was the son of Sherwood Schwartz, who created Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch and some other shows. Oh. And he worked on all those. He was a producer. On the Brady Bunch, he started off as the the guy who was uh, like acting coach for the kids, right. and he worked cow. his way up to being producer after a couple of years. So this is a legendary TV family. Legendary yeah. TV he, guy. He produced uh, the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island, that TV movie. He produced like the Monsters Reunion movie they did on TV. Like he produced lots a ton of, of, stuff of stuff on TV. Yeah. Um, he was involved. Like he worked at the network when they were doing uh, Three's Company, so he was involved with that show. Like he was involved with a lot of. Yeah. Stuff as an executive. He created an era of television. Yeah, his He's father, an important figure in his that. His father yeah. and him both created an important era. But what ended up happening was when we – I decided, as I do with some guests, who – if the, a guest worked on a show where everybody that else was that was on the show was kind of a big deal, I usually like to walk them through the cast, especially if it's someone that I'm a big fan of their yeah. cast. And we'll talk about each person that they were on the show with and see if they have personal stories. And so we did, and we started going through the Brady Bunch cast, and everyone – one of them, he had a lovely story for everybody until we got to Robert Reed. <laughs> when we got to the father, Robert Reed. He said, um, I don't know if we can pull the quote from this, but Just play the clip. Play the clip. What about, um, I know that we've talked about Florence Henderson a little bit, but we do have to mention Robert Reed. Of no, we course. don't. We no, really we don't. don't. <laughs> we, no, we don't want to no, talk there's, about that. I, I don't know how versed your people in all that, but there's a lot of. A lot of stories that he was right. not uh, pleasant. No, well, we can we can leave that out. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, no. I, I I I never had a nice conversation with him in in all those years. I wow. mean, he was just wow. not a not a nice, not a nice guy. The kids liked him, but because in a sense he was kind of buying their affection. Sure. Maybe I don't want to get too psychological about no, all of this, man. That's but, cool. Yeah, but that's what I think was going on. And so he when he had his little blow ups, and he did, and they were pretty cruel. I mean, things he said. The kids had left the stage by that point. So they never saw that side of him. But he wow. took out after my dad. He said terrible things about him, about me. Wow, and it man. was, yeah, it was it was not a really pleasant thing. And and, and then, you know, he had his, his uh, little predilections in terms of uh, uh, his sexual things, mm-hmm. and uh, which never made any difference to us, you know. But but um, I'm, I'm pleased that at this point in his life, uh, at his death, um, that people know him as the gay guy who did the Brady Bunch. So that's, that's, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fascinating. So he says this thing where he's like, I, you know, the... You know, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that he's dead and that people know him as the gay guy from the Brady Bunch. It was like kind of rough, right? Yeah. I immediately go into panic mode. I'm like, <laughs> we can't have this on the episode. Like, um, I damage so, control. Like, yeah, I have like so many gay friends. Like, what are we gonna do? Matt was like, "This was hilarious. This is gold. Yeah, we got we got to release it. You got to let people put see out it. a press release on this thing." Yeah, <laughs> Mike, Mike was like, "We should. I think we should. It's we should play it safe. I think we should get rid of it." And we went around in circles like this, and then uh, I think we ended up trimming little bits of it, but then we kind of just let it let it fly because gotcha. it was like it wasn't ours to control. It was yeah. him. The only thing that we cut down was uh, he uh, made some comments about his family yeah. and talked some shit about people in his own 
family that people don't know. Yeah. Like he by name named people in his family was kind he of hurtful. Names. Yeah, and we were like, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. And so we we helped him kind Can of we get, trim that. Uh, backlash from that. Um, not really. Yeah. I think people people didn't really mind it as much. Um, then, uh, but I mean, a lot of people listened to it. He also produced yeah. Baywatch. Yeah. So it was a lot of things. Um, Allison Stoner was the, was like one of the biggest hits of the year. Mm-hmm. We ended that up was... because of Allison Stoner coming on the show and talking about, uh, her relationship with Cole Sprouse and how of, uh, the Sprouse twins from and, Sweet Life from Sweet of Fr- Zach and Cody. Yeah. Because of her coming on and talking about that, our podcast ended up, with the most, it was the most views, I think, most downloads of any of our episodes for the year. Mm-hmm. We ended up on MTV News, 17 Magazine, 17 yep. Magazine, Hello Teen Giggles. Vogue. Yep. Yeah, Hello Giggles uh, is Zoe Deschanel's uh, website. Just Jared. Uh, just, just Jared. Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, J14 and a bunch of other, oh, and Sp- y- y- Yahoo Sports and a bunch yeah, of Yeah, another random, weird places you wouldn't expect it to end up in. Yeah, picked up picked up the podcast and really pushed it out. And and uh, and then that kind of helped us get uh, Jaime Camille from The Secret Life of Pets, and he's the star of Jane the Secret Virgin. Secret Life of Pets? Is, is that the one about the birds who deliver babies? Son of a bitch. That's, oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's Storks. It's, oh. av- it's available on DVD right now. <laughs> Okay, just go get it. So just on DVD, they're not going to... On demand and DVD and Blu-ray. You can just... It's called Storks. Why would they just put it on DVD? That seems... If, if you get Storks it's, and you have it delivered from out. Amazon... Can you get that on Laserdisc? You can not get it on Laserdisc. VHS, can you? Yeah, it's available on VHS. Is it on vinyl? Beta, Hi-Fi. <laughs> Beta Max? Can you, yeah. can you do a live performance of Storks? Yeah, I'd love to. Here we go. Oh, that kiss is good. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Do, do all the roles. I want. I want to see a one-man show of storks. After we can you uh, really say baby powder? Baby powder. <laughs> after, <laughs> after we. After so since then, since then, uh, which we have episodes that'll be coming out this coming month. We had Kendall Schmidt from Big Time Rush. We had Joey Fatone mm-hmm. uh, uh, from, from Sync, which mm-hmm. is insane. Um, we had uh, uh, Kate Quigley from mm-hmm. Date Fails, who's an amazing, great comedian, super funny, Landis. and um, host of the AV. Oh, Awards. and yeah, we had Max Landis. Uh, oh, who oh wrote dynamite! Chronicle. I can't wait for that to come out. So many great episodes, but we we stocked up a little bit well, because Max Landis is one of the most interesting people we've ever talked to. Ever, uh, he's insane. And I can't wait for that episode to come out because I want people to hear that because <laughs> he's. He's just someone who has a lot of really strong opinions about things, but backs them all up, and I love that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what you guys? Do you guys feel happy about what we've been doing? Are you guys? Do you guys feel good about? Do you this have happy situation? feet? Anyone? That's. I mean, that made me deliriously happy. That, that was you know, it's actually. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my my favorite one of my favorite parts about doing the podcast is is that we get to sit down with people that we know so, like sort of well, and then you get to know them so much better. Or sometimes you get to sit down with your friends, and that is like key. It's a key thing. Uh, and one of my friends is here. She's in town. Um, she was born in Oslo, Norway. Uh, she is a um, a reggae, uh, electronica, dance hall, urban, world music uh, musician, a singer-songwriter, uh, uh, here visiting from Jamaica currently. She currently lives in Jamaica. Um 
and uh, her and she's here and she's gonna play a little music and she's gonna hang out with us and talk to us about her life and her stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, little applause break. Orisha Sound, everybody. Oh my God! So Orisha, hey. so rad. <laughs> We've been getting to hang out. You've been here in town. Uh, we did a song. We got to. We eggs. did. We did two songs eggs. together. Eggs. We did a song eggs. called Eggs and together frozen. about, and we did a song about frozen foods. Frozen foods in the in the grocery store. Mm. We were in the grocery store. Does it on iTunes? Uh, no, Orisha and my girlfriend are, have been friends for a long time, and <laughs> and seem they seem to bring out a lot of trouble in each other. They do a lot of crazy stuff together. Mm. They, they seem to. They they. She was in Jamaica. You know, I was actually in Russia when she was in Jamaica. I know. Where did you guys meet? Where did you meet my we my girl? We met here, and I was um, I had one of the shows. I think I was playing House of Blues here on the Sunset, and she came in, and we just meet. You know, it was one of those meetings unplanned. Yeah, and we just click. You know, and she's oh, yeah. a world traveler. I'm a world traveler. Yeah. So it was one of those. You you've know? been and you've performed mm-hmm. with some insanely amazing people. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where where did you, when did you guys perform together? You know, I actually performed with him in Nokia Theater. He does he does annual show every year for the kids, mm-hmm. and yeah. he chooses a few young artists he he would like to showcase. And I I was one of those artists who actually was wow. chosen to perform with how, him. How did he find out about you? Um, you know, I was actually I was at, at the Musicians Institute. Uh, I graduated and I started teaching right away. Mm-hmm. And he was, I guess, searching for the talent there, and I just passed the audition. And Whoa, that's great! That's insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was great. Yeah, definitely. And just you know, vibing with him and being in the same room as an artist, you know, and I play lots of instruments. I play keys, guitar. Yeah, you play fifteen different instruments. Theremin. Like, Teach me that oh, yeah. instrument. Yes. Yeah, so. All sorts of different stuff. And like piano and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've I mean I've seen you play so much like so many different yeah. types of stuff. Like when she has a music video, yeah. it cuts between the musicians and she's all of them. She's Whoa. all of them. Yeah. And she just crushes yeah. it. Yeah. I'm one of those orchestra people. I know. You started playing when you were nine years old? Is that no, I started when I was four. But four I was on my first tour, I was nine. And I actually came to the United States East Coast. So we did you too all over around. you know everywhere Massachusetts you know Pennsylvania and I was like this is God. what I want to do I'm going to do anything you know in my power just to be you know be, become an artist and yeah. that's what happened I know you've worked with Flo Rida mm-hmm. and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony yes. whoa cool. yes. that's you the know, one the for me yes. yeah. yeah Orisha's no joke she's she's performed with Snoop Dogg as well yes Snoop Dogg and, and he just smoked weed with Snoop Dogg did yeah. Mike Glazer yeah so yeah. Like, yeah it's, <laughs> it's almost like living with music in your heart yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was about two weeks ago and he's almost sobered up yeah I'm still pretty high yeah, he's still a little yes. stoned yeah. Snoop has good weed you know last time I we're doing radio together and oh gosh I've never seen that much weed in my life and I live in Jamaica so yeah. we've got weed you know man yeah. do they ever so holy they, crap uh, that's yeah. outrageous hey I, uh, I have a I have a question yeah please so oh. you got to you got to hang out with Stevie Wonder right yes is, is he like blind in real life <laughs> You know, he's cool. I don't know. I think I think Robbie, he is, someone's but... going to punch you in the face yeah. again no, in a bathroom. Well, it won't know. be Stevie Wonder. He's not going to be able to see him. <laughs> no, he, trust me. No, he's one of those people who like just sees everything. So I don't know. He definitely well, has inner visions, you know? So Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. It, it, it's very powerful. Trust like kind of like the, the like Japanese like blind swordsman kind of thing going? Maybe. I've never music? hang out with those before. So oh, you must. Sure. You must hang out with blind Japanese swordsman. It is That's a my dream. next thing, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. Have, you, that. have you been doing that, Mike? Please yeah, yeah, yeah. The, at um, Swingers, 
Oh, and, and, the, or no, Cantors. They've the been Cantors? at Cantors quite a bit lately. Really? It's been really fun. Yeah, I didn't know that. Great time. Yeah. They're very talented. Very talented. You wouldn't think because they're uh, most of them are in wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, why are you guys, right. how are you guys so good at swords? And when you just roll around? Yeah. But they're really good at it. It's really cool. So anyway, yeah. Um, um, what, uh, what's, where have you lived the most? Orisha, where have you lived? The you most? know, I have this weird story. You know, um, I was actually I was born in Oslo. My parents both scientists. My dad is biophysicist, and my mom's physiologist. Mm-hmm. And my mom's Brazilian, and my father's Russian. Whoa! They actually met in Oslo, and that's where I was born. They were both teaching there. And you know, I started playing music. I was there in a way all alone. I'm the only child, you know. And I was in this cold country, and you know, all you have to do there is just do something like that. You know, you, you don't really get to go outside. Everybody speaking different languages. I was in, in that camp, you know, different teachers. And we had a really, really cool windowsill. You know, we were living on the first floor right in front of the um, train stop on the bus stop. So there were all these people hanging out there. So I had my own thing, you know. I, I discovered that if I, if, I, if I step on this, you know, windowsill and open the t- top window, people get to hear me and to see me. Mm-hmm. And there were always people there. You know, they were always there because they were waiting for train and a bus. So I had an audience. Wow. So every time my parents would be gone. So when I was two years old, I discovered that I can climb up the windowsill and do my own shows. Whoa. And I had regulars. People came in and, you know, they would know my name and I would learn different songs and I sing and perform and tell them stories. And they would throw candies in the window. <laughs> what? So I had the whole thing going until one day. My mother came from work earlier, and she's walking, you know, and she says, I see this crowd in front of my window. <laughs> and she starts worrying, you know. She says, well, you know, like something happened, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, she sees me there, and, you know, I was putting different clothes, you know, putting balloons. <laughs> I had the whole thing going, you know, and I had my candies and everything, you know. Oh I was really hooked up. But after that, you know, I was punished. <laughs> oh, my <and> God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so that was, you know, my first, first shows, you know. And trust me, I had people really coming in and being like, oh, this is she, you know, watch her, you know. And I was like, hey, you know. I love it. Yeah, I that was it. awesome. That yeah. is fantastic. That was really, really cool. Was that the first? <laughs> was that the first? Uh, inst- w- were you playing music at that time? or you know, was Not that after yet. That? You know, I started playing violin when I was four. But these were just performances you know i was doing anything i was telling stories i was singing i was dancing you know i was just you know just (laughs) yeah yeah just performing whatever it is you know to get the attention and and it was lots of fun you know i really enjoyed it i had you know lots of people really coming you know passing through that's really (laughs) incredible i love it what about brothers and sisters do you have brothers and sisters no i don't actually have brothers and sisters so you know that was you know i think that's the reason i learned so much instruments too i started with the violin um, we lived in one one room apartment, so we sure. couldn't really afford the piano. It would be mm-hmm. too big, so they started. They said violin. It's what you're going to do. Yeah. And then I, any instrument I see, I just pick it up and start playing it. You know, so wow. I always had that thing for the for the sound. You know. So where else have you lived around the world? Um, you know, we actually moved to Germany right after um right after um uh, Norway. Oh uh, no, I moved to Russia when I was five. So I actually lived in Russia for for quite a while. It was cold as well. Wow. I went to school there. Then we moved to Germany. Then my family moved to the States. So I came here. I was about 18. Wow. Yeah. What are you, We're in the U.S. 
actually, uh, right here in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yes. That's and then a... I live in Jamaica for the last four years. Met how Jamaican. Do you, how do you like? How do? Yeah, you met a Jamaican. Yes, me a Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's what's he like? What's he what's he do? Uh, the Jamaica. Yeah. Jamaica is oh, wicked, you know. Um, Jamaica is very musical. Yeah. There's great food, you know. You get your curry goat, you get your, you know, oxtail, you know, there's good food. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, they don't eat regular food, you know, they eat that cool food, you know. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, what is oxtail, you know? Oh, he's or delicious. What is turkey neck, you know? And it just, that's what people eat. It's just <laughs> awesome, you know? I, I think it. it's different, you know? Yeah. And people really love the music there. You know, you get to actually produce the song, have your song, and you perform it right away. And yeah, people... what's the music scene like in Jamaica? What's what's it like out there? I know it's very real. It's very, uh, you know, it's very up, you know, because I was here and my first record came through Universal Records, you know, and it was very serious and official, you know, because, you know, me going from classical musician to jazz musician to musician who plays with everybody, you know, and just touring. Yeah. So, yes, I'm an artist now, and I can play in this style, and, you know, and this is what I do. What was the name of that record? Uh, the first one, yeah. it was called Beautiful Sin. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah. All right, nice. nice, nice, nice tune. And then uh, my first record came out um, called Cupid, and that's how I actually started touring with um, Snoop and the guys, because I was signed to RBC Records. And mm-hmm. RBC Records is very gangster hip hop, you know. Um, they released like yeah, they got Snoop, and all yeah, the cool Snoop guys. and Snoop, DJ you know? Quick and Ice DJ Cube, Quick, the exactly, game. Oh yeah, I'm the one. I'm the toughest, just so you know, guys. I'm Fuck like, yeah. yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no, you're down. You're down. I'm with, down. You know? I know. I went with you to a Snoop Dogg party yes, with my girlfriend. The three of us went yes, for that was yeah. wicked. It was a whole situation. I forgot, hmm. but it was something. Going on there. I wore a mask. You did. That was yes. really. I was about to say somebody was wearing something. Yeah, I wore uh, one of those VFX masks that yes. that look like a real. They look like real skin, and it's oh, like covers everything right. up to your shoulders. And it looked. Mm-hmm. It was like a person. Like I wore like a person's face. Was this Halloween? Yeah. No, oh, okay. no, it wasn't. It was Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, it was Halloween. Wait, I thought you dressed yeah. up as Joey Fatone for Halloween. That was this past year. Yeah. Oh, you that mean like the year before? Yeah, that's how he ended up doing our podcast, I think, is because mm-hmm. I, start, I started tweeting pictures of me singing <laughs> songs of Joey Fatone's songs, again, sync songs, dressed up as Joey Fatone. Oh. Yeah. He, he loved it. And it, it worked. Yeah, it worked. It and got it led to Robbie asking, well, the episode, when you hear the episode... Listen to the end, and Robbie will ask my favorite question anybody's ever oh, asked on the so show. Good. Can, can what you? What was the question? No, 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 oh. spoil it. no, 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 no it, don't spoil it. it. All right, well, it's no. a teaser. They're going to have to listen to the Joy of a Tone episode. Yeah, uh, it's his worth reaction it. is so great. Yes, no, no. All right, don't wait. No. Don't listen. Oh, Just tell me MattWalkerSucks.com if you're annoyed by me doing that. All right, okay. Fine. All right, um, Glazer, what did you have to ask? Uh, I think we'll lead up to it because I think you'll get there. So if you have some things no, that go you're ahead, going through, go ahead. Uh, um, because you're wearing a lot of purple right now, people at home can't like. So what are you wearing? Amethysts? Is that your deal? Yes, they That's are. it. They're actually yeah. from Belarus. Really? Yes, my grandparents and they're actually still alive, and they're in, almost hundred years old, both of them. Wow. Yes, wow. on my father's side. And the last time I was in Belarus, that was about eight years ago. And I'm always moving, you know, that is something about what I do is like, you're always doing shows, you're always, so I'm always, you know, in that, you know, people always say, where are you really based? And I'm like, yeah. I'm in LA right now until tomorrow, but tomorrow I'm in Kingston and I'm flying to Russia on 28th and then I'm, so I'm always, you know, in that transition. And you were here in town because you were performing in Yes, in I was here, yes, yeah. I was in oh, Pasadena and then I had Silver Lake shows as well. And yeah. Then, 
But these are amethysts, yes, and they're from Belarus. And my grandparents said they never want you to have something, you know, to yeah, you yeah, know, to, kind to of, connect, to have us, you know, around all the time. So, and that was the thing, you know. That's so you, so sweet. Yeah. So you make your grandparents mine gemstones for you in Belarus. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, you know, to go from Belarus when you're hundred years old, I'm, Robbie, I'm to go saying. from a beautiful hundred year old couple who love her. Yeah. Yes. To, to elder abuse. Elder abuse. <laughs> matter with matter Listen, it might just be a different culture. With. I'm trying to understand <laughs> if um, having your grandparents mine gemstones for you is. I love it. I have grandparents too, and I would love money in gemstones. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you uh, I'm gonna ask you a couple quick things, and then you're gonna I, play some music for us. All right. I can't okay? wait. Yeah. All right. First first question is: You've known my girlfriend now for longer than I've known her, oh, or not? Or not, maybe not, but you've known her for a long time. For a long time. What do you, tell me something about Secret, her that right? I don't some know? Kind tell of me something about story. Rachel. I don't know. Rachel, you don't know. Anything. Is she here? Yeah, she's here. She's, she's here. No, so you want? Here. She's going to kill you, Stephen. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Right. This is what no, people want to hear. Don't blow it, Robbie. Robbie, she's not here. No, no, she's not in the room. No, I don't see Rachel anywhere. No, no, Rachel. You I haven't seen Rachel at all. She's I don't know. Twerking in the grocery store. She you did twerk that. in the grocery store. That is a true you thing. You crashed the party last time. I so did. You know I, that I, one. I didn't know that uh, she and Orisha liked to twerk in the grocery store yeah. and film themselves with selfie sticks. With selfie they stick. both had selfie what? sticks in filming at the same time. Unplanned. Yeah, and selfie I'm just, sticks. I'm just wandering around buying bread and whatever, and sure. I turn the corner, and there they are, just having a dance party yes. right in the soup aisle. Yeah. And wow. if this, but if it would have been and me having the sure. dance party, mm-hmm. I would have been in a lot of trouble. So I need to know. I need to know what else. Yeah. Can, She's nodding knowledge. her head. Yes. Yeah, she knows. She knows. I constantly embarrass her in the grocery store. No, I think you know, Rachel. I think she's like what you see is what you get. You know, she's one of those pure souls. You know, yeah. so you got a good one. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I need another secret though. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. You know, you wouldn't even. I think every time I see Rachel, she's just. Pure soul like that, you know. Aww. There's never anything. You're not like getting any dirt. A hidden oh, dirt. Damn it! It's Rachel, not Rachel. Why'd you have to come to the damn show? <laughs> yeah, but it's not she dirt if she dirt like knows yeah. that you have it. You see, she's even she's closing and she's giving you the eye. Know, you know? She's, she's giving she's me like, that I'm eye. I'm going to move closer to Alicia. Yeah, exactly. There <laughs> you we ask go. everybody that you're always on the lookout for dirt. You're like, dirt. my cousin was here earlier this week, and. You're like, tell me things about Rachel. And my cousin's like, well, she saved my life that one time. And then, yeah. yeah. Look, that's so a good story, though. But that's that was my nice. cousin that I've known my whole life. So. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm always Tell me about the time awesome. when you almost we killed just... your cousin. That's the better story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. That, that was saved my, her life. That was yeah. my other cousin. Yeah. <laughs> that was your other cousin. I love it. Well, look, I'd love to to end our show with with you playing some music on the on the violin and and Robbie and Rachel why don't you guys get out of the way and move this microphone so that we can it'll be down by where she can hear it and um this has been such a fun year rocking and rolling on the on the nighttime show and Arisha thanks so much for coming to hang out with us and chat with us do you want to give me the beat or something yeah well, let's give her a beat we'll do a little here how about if i hold that Sugar. up for you
things. That was amazing. All right. Last thing, and then we're wrapping this up. Mike, I need you to come back over. I need you to come in. Hey, Jamie. Jamie's around. That's nice. What up, Jay? Hi, Jamie Flam, the booker for the Hollywood Improv. You're here hanging out. I love it. Um, last little thing. Last little thing. We're going to do the uh, end of the year New Year's resolutions. What's your resolution? What is your resolution, Mike Glazer? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I'd like a dog. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, what kind I just of dog want, do you want? I think I just want like a small, cool dog. Nothing tiny like a chihuahua, but something just a good dog that'll fall asleep on my legs. Well, you are in luck. <laughs> I found one by the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got most of his teeth. Great. <laughs> I don't know if he's had any shots. Uh, he's got a little bit of mange, and uh, both of his eyes are bright, bright red. But oh. I think I think you've got a companion. He's Help free, though. That sounds he's great. Free. Just I need to work hard enough to be able to afford to fix all those problems with <laughs> yeah. that dog. Yeah, that's that what seems I got to know do. a lot of tricks. From, from what I uh, not dying when rats attack him is a pretty cool trick. That's a cool one. You know? yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think you're all set. Yeah. Yeah. You're good to go. His uh, name is Lucky. <laughs> what kind of dog would you really want to get? What really? What kind of dog you want? Uh, well, I mean, my like a gr- small one or a big? No. Giant like, one? here's the thing: is that my girlfriend, uh, Lindsay Monahan, wants a pug. Ooh, She's always wanted a pug her Dude, whole life. They're the they're the greatest. Is it? It's true. They sleep all day. They don't bother you. They're like pillows with eyeballs. Don't you have to yes, clean stuff off its face well, though? You that's... take a you take a little Q tip and you go in the wrinkles. You just yeah. wrink, you clean up. No, oh, she does it. Yeah. I don't do it. And remember, oh, don't uh, assign a gender. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so important. Yeah. That's what the lady said on the internet. Mind to your us. own business when it comes to its yeah. sexuality. Yeah, well, I like that one. well, then pugs will sleep on your girlfriend's face. Yeah. 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 So, Mike Black, do you have any so, new yeah. resolutions? Great. God, Robbie. My, my New Year's resolution last year was sluts only. Was, <laughs> How'd that work out? Only going to date sluts. It really didn't work out at all. I. Uh, you want to I give had, another try this year? No, I had a lot more sex, but I also got sick a lot more often yeah. and, <laughs> and lost a lot of money and, yeah. and oh, one man. of my cars. I didn't know bronchitis was a venereal disease. <laughs> it is the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this year I'm going to try and get an actual girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And when I say get, I mean date, like the traditional way. I'm not going to... Not ca- order off the ca- internet. Or <laughs> capture one off yeah. the streets. Yeah. Capture <laughs> one. This looks like a good girlfriend. Yeah. Mine. That put was my in, girlfriend. You can't, yeah, put it's her also in, yeah. expensive because you got to buy a lot of duct tape and robe. Mm-hmm. And right. It's a whole hassle. It's a whole thing. Wouldn't it be nice <laughs> if you just put her in your cart? Anyway, yeah, you could. If you could just, or if it was like Lucky, if I could find her in a back alley <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. She's got most of her teeth. She'll do. Yeah. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to uh, try to blame myself for more things. Oh, so that, terrific. I'm going to try to do that. I feel like I uh, did less of it this year, and I feel like it didn't really help as much. I need to blame myself no. for more stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, then we have to do it if you don't. Yeah, yeah that's why. I need to just pick up the slack. Yeah, uh, especially comedians' performances on our yeah. uh, Christmas show. I have to blame myself for that. Yeah, you know? that was entirely your fault. 100% <laughs> from start to finish. Um, and, uh, you know, other, other than that, uh, I'd like to go on an adventure because my favorite thing that happened in 2016, my favorite thing 
Uh, one of my favorite things, aside well, aside from being in a, in a movie, you do have <laughs> your girlfriend right next yeah. to you. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. So aside I, from, well, I went with uh, my girlfriend here, Rachel, to Catalina Island, and we it was an adventure, and I fucking loved it. And I came yeah. back, and I felt like I felt so much more uh, at peace and happy with everything. Like I had perspective. It was it was very interesting. It was very inexpensive. Uh, and it was uh, it was mind opening. So I'd like to go other places. That sounds more like a vacation, though, like an adventure. Uh, yeah. I, like no, that it sounds. Was, it was a vacation. I mean, it was like a one day vacation. That sounds. I, we didn't I think work. Robbie's right. You went on a vacation. That was not an adventure. It's like an adventure is where like oh yeah, we went to Catalina Islands and our ship sank, and so we had to like yeah. forage for food and like find well, our way back to Los Angeles. He didn't tell you why it was so great at Catalina. How do you know that's not what happened? Yeah, it yeah. Could be, did did your ship sink? I doubt it from the way you were talking. About <laughs> would you two? Would you two try? ayahuasca together what and the hell is ayahuasca it's uh it's a you trip balls but it's supposed to be the it's best a peruvian trip of your hallucinogen. life would you two do that together I go to peru but i don't <laughs> think hallucinogens yeah yeah i, I would that's why they end up eating guinea pigs over there that's, that's what, what you do you take new. ayahuasca and you want to eat a guinea pig yeah all right so don't i guess what i'm saying is don't guinea do pigs because you live in the third world and your options are limited yeah it's because all the white people all of our, to usually. all of our fans in New Guinea, I uh, <laughs> apologize. All We're talking about Peru. It has nothing to do with Papua New Guinea. Oh, sorry about that. An adventure implies there's a risk of life and death. That well, Stephen's there Jew, might be so gunplay. He he's always at risk of life and death. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Jewish, so I'm always afraid of life and death. That's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's you talk to me, and then you worry about how long you have left to live. <laughs> yeah, God. Matt, Matt you, should sign, you should sign Stephen up for Naked and Afraid. My friend was on that show, and no, now he's like a. I don't want to see Stephen on naked. <laughs> Nobody wants to see me. On I want to see Stephen on heavily clothed, and <laughs> heavily, heavily clothed, heavily clothed and, and slightly sedated. Content. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just my house yeah. on a normal night, just me playing video games and yeah. in my Harry Potter pajamas. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh, I'm going to stop holding back and let people know what I think more often. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank God for that. Uh, I think maybe in the new year, I'll actually get serious about the business side of this business. Oh. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I might just keep being an asshole and just not caring about anything and just telling jokes and dive bars because that's kind of what I do. Yeah. You can uh, just send fruit baskets afterwards each time. <laughs> to the, to the dive bars. You do a lot of baking. I don't see why I do you don't bake send stuff. baked goods. Send people cookies. Yeah. I should send cookies to every agent in town. Everyone that you've offended, I used to do that. send them a cookie. Yeah. I used to have a day once a month where I'd go around and deliver. Like, How'd that work out for you? Did you get good. an agent from it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I was Maybe this weird girl that brought caramel apples and Rice Krispies and stuff to people and it makes you, it makes them remember you. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have your cleavage, so I don't you think don't, it'll work. You don't, but you can work on that. Well, hold up, hold no, up. but I do. <laughs> what, what, Matt, what if you send a stripper named Cookies? There we go. That way, cleavage and cookies. All right, Robbie, what that about you? That sounds very expensive. Robbie, what's your New Year's resolution? All right, mine is kind of complicated. Um, that same, uh, the idea about getting Joey Fatone, except I want to get Terry Crews on the podcast, so oh, you have God. to dress up as Terry Crews. Well, maybe Steven. we'll just get Terry Crews. No, just I want you to dress up as him first and then send pictures. 
Why do you want Terry Crews on the Stop podcast? because on he Robbie's is fantasy. my like he's my man crush. One Robbie has a fantasy about yeah, you dressed as Terry Crews and then party. meeting real Terry Crews. Yeah. I love Terry Crews. That's a great idea. I love Terry. I want. I want, I love Terry Crews. Okay. Well, listen. This I think you just ensured that Terry Crews will never be on the podcast. <laughs> which is that he'll hear that and he'll be like, "Fuck no." I I can build computers, Terry Crews. Yeah. Well, that's something. Does that impress him? Yeah, he I built like Terry a computer. Cruz would do it. Hey, well, Brian. Brian, would you pop in here and tell us your New Year's resolution? Which, by the way, uh, one of the most memorable parts for this podcast for me from this year was setting, setting up, up Brian, Brian on, on that date. Oh, yeah. We set Brian on a date. Yeah. yeah. With Mindy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty great. Oh, that was a pretty great. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Brian, pop in here. What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, I hadn't. I I don't usually do those, but uh, this time <laughs> around, way more wise to know. This yeah. time around, uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike Black, oh, son of a bitch. Plan. I think I'm going to take a class in riffing. <laughs> I think he's well on his way. <laughs> so funny, um, guys. What about Rachel? What's your uh, New Year's resolution? To say no more often and maybe change my phone number. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've been wanting. I to think do that she just broke while. up with you, Stephen. No, our phones are on the same plan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I can't break up with him now. No. <laughs> we finally got the joint T-Mobile account. <laughs> Come on. Um, all right. Well, this was super fun. This is ridiculous. Um, you know, we had some good shows. We had some weird shows. We had uh, we had one bad show, I think, that we just kind of threw in the garbage. But you know mm-hmm. what? It was a great year, and I can't wait to get into next year and do more things and have more people and more stuff. And uh, and our live show is. Uh, just getting, uh, just getting cooking. Mm-hmm. Next, next thing, uh, you know what my New Year's resolution is for the nighttime show? Festivals. I want to take our show on the road. I want to go to fucking Irvine Improv. I want to go to South All by Southwest. big festival. Yeah. I want to go to South by Southwest. I want to go to to Edinburgh. I want to take this show out there into the world. Um, and I love you guys. Thanks for so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget and, uh, to go buy Secret Life a, of Pets on DVD. Positive text the best reviews. Anime. <laughs> yeah, uh, leave us some reviews. Likes. likes. Yes. We like all those things. Smiles. Leave us those. Smiles. What's that? Shares. Retweets. Tweets. Yeah. Retweets. Yeah. Share, share our, our stuff on Keek if you can. Um, it sounds like a racial slur. Make of makes vines. Whoa, Robbie. What? It like Keek. But, Yo, me and my yeah, share your stuff with a keek. Uh, <laughs> a keek, a seek, anybody. <laughs> no. Anyone who wants to hear it. Robbie's sure. resolution should be not to derail <laughs> a solid wrap-up on a show. Yeah, I didn't. Really. I, he Good said God, keek. Robbie. Robbie, you, like, you just derail life. That's what you... <laughs> God bless you for it. Well, that's why, that's you. what I chose him for. I said, this kid, this kid over here, yeah. he's going to derail our lives. I'm going to take him home. Yeah. We're going to keep him. And then we have. It's been great. Now he lives in our closet. <laughs> no, he's not in any closet. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thanks so much for listening. This has been the Nighttime Show, and I love all you guys. And you want to leave your do we do tweets uh, at, at Twitters and stuff? Yeah. We should. Go for and it. How about a thanks to our band? Yeah, our two our two favorite bands, Ex Mortis and Iron Nut. Yes. We use a lot of their music on this show. The and they're both fantastic. Yeah, they're both great. Guys. Check them out. 
uh, when you get a chance, they both play all over. And yeah, no, I, I love them so much. And I also love um, that... That Klesmer band. That played for us God, once. do I ever... Zets. Oh, yeah. We should also thank the Hollywood Improv mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, letting us come here Side and record Network. our stuff and Sideshow Network. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We got to work with Sean and we got to work with Maria and we got to work with Brian, the sexiest man I know at, uh, and at the booth and, and Ben. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of people. We, we've been we've been around for a, a while with these guys and we love it in here. So uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, where can people find you? We're doing this last one of the year. Where can people find you? Mike Black. Uh, at Mike Black Attack for all social media. And also check out my podcast, The Power Pals. Yes. And uh, if you go, if you like toys, you like action figures, and you want to see what the hell's going on in the Masters of the Universe toy world, <laughs> his Instagram. get on fucking Mike Black's Instagram. You will not regret it. It is a treat, <laughs> a treat to behold. Robbie, what about you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Robbie Carlisle, L Y S L E, on mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, my website, RobbieCarlisle.com, spelled any way you want to spell it. I bought a bunch of domain names. Uh, Robbie, what about a <laughs> grinder? What's do you have a grinder account? Yes, I, I do. It's called uh, Please Do Not, you know, have sex with this guy because he's crazy. Uh, and no, they, they, you- no, they actually banned me from Grinder. You got banned did? From I got banned from Grinder. For well, what? What did you do? Well, uh, okay. Too delicious. This is headline news. <laughs> how did we not open with this? Yes. Jesus. You guys, you guys wanted to do clip show. I didn't no, want to. No, no, tell us <laughs> how'd you get banned from Grinder? Well, I. You guys want, like, do you want to know as we're, like, wrapping up the show? Yeah, wrap up the show by telling us the fucking story, Robbie. Okay, fine. Okay. So I was on Grindr, and I thought it would be, like, kind of funny to post pictures of not just my genitals, but I, like, photoshopped other people's genitals and used them as pictures, but I put, like, googly eyes on their penises, and I used that as my picture, and people complained a lot, and I got my account man. That got complaints? Well, because like I took like I put like little googly eyes on their penises because people would send me no, dick I, pics. I, I Are you sure it was the googly eyes, or you just picked out bad dicks? It could be one. It could be both. Oh, uh, God. I'm definitely not like a, a first pick kind of guy late at night. <laughs> Jesus. Nobody's Christ. like, ah, oh, you know what? I need to fuck this guy today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a bucket list kind of fuck. You know what I mean? All right. Well, that was that was a good usage of time. Matt, Mike, Matt Mike. where can they find you, <laughs> Matt? Uh, they can find my dick on Robbie's grinder profile. Oh <laughs> Christ! I put googly eyes on it. <laughs> so, uh, you can check okay. me out funnymat.com. I got links to everything there. Uh, or if you really don't like me, tell me at mattwalkersucks.com. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And you should. You should check out the website. It's terrific and real, real thing. Glazer. Uh, my at Glazer Boo Hoo Hoo and uh, watch Room 104 on HBO. Oh, I love it. I love it. Room 104 on HBO. I will watch it. Arisha, where can they find you? All right. I'll spell it out so everybody knows. Uh, it's O-R-I-S-H-A-S-O-U-N-D. Arisha Sound. All over the place. Google, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Gosh, Snapchat. You should check it out. You gotta check out her uh, her her YouTube videos. Her music videos are all amazing. They're all completely different and super super unique. Really interesting. Great stuff. I love it. Rachel, where can people find? Where can people don't need to find me? No, where do they? Can they find you? I just told you that I'm trying to say no to more people this year. All right, all right. No, that's next year. 
Ah, shit. Okay, fine. Okay. At Rachel Mullins is on uh, Twitter. Twitter. It's and at then, Rachel A. Mullins And on then Twitter. on Instagram, you're... Well, uh, my Instagram is super secret. It's just for adventures, but it's adventure titties. It's at adventure titties on Instagram. It's pretty great. <laughs> Are there it's a lot of titties on there? There's a few titties. There's some titties there's a on few. there. There are Steven's favorite pictures on the internet. Well, yeah, there's, absolutely. There's like R2D2 titties from Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. And then... It's a lot of fun. Mike was there for that. You were, right? Yeah. Yeah, you were there, Mike. Anyways, uh, you can always get me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-P-H-E-N Glickman on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. And then don't forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show uh, podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and all other places where podcasts lives. We're around. We're going to keep on rocking. Uh, guys, uh, thank you. And Storks. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. And good night. Oh, hello.